this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Yo, Trevor, call me back, okay? So many things happened to me this weekend, all right? I think I found a new job. I also thought a lot about the Vancouver Canucks because I met a couple people who who enjoy hockey, and we had strong conversations at this rooftop party, and I wasn't expecting that because I never really meet people in the city on rooftops who fuck with the Canucks, okay? Because it's hard to fuck with the Canucks because of the, the losses. It's not cool to talk about the Canucks, okay? Because of all the losses, all right? Hey, speaking of losses, <laughs> the Buccaneers, take that. Tom Brady, take that. That being said, I do think that they're still the class of the NFC. I really do. Hey, Begsy, call me back. Good morning. Begsy, 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 my brother. What a weekend I had. What a weekend, dude. New things happened in this thing called my life. But more importantly, I'm assuming new things happened in this thing called your life. So how's life? How was your weekend? Yeah, weekend was great, man. I mean, lots of time with friends and family Saturday, or on a Friday night, Saturday. And then uh, Sunday was a big day of balancing sports with studying with hanging out with my daughter. So Wow. Um, yeah, it's uh, just trying to be super dad and also super studier and also super sports. Wow. Uh, okay. So so how, how is that uh, daughter-father time going? It's it's not getting old, right? Does it still feel... Very no, no, new she's and the very best, beautiful. Man. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah, she's cool. the best. She's the absolute best. Yeah, and Saturday I had some one-on-one time with her. It's just, you know, wife is up partying on Friday and a little hungover. So I took nice. her out and we had a little ball going to the park and all kinds of adventures. So, yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the weekend is a little one-on-one time with my daughter and give some time to my wife. Beautiful, so, man. Yeah, man, she's, she's the best. When you say she's the best, it's probably because when you're with her at the park and she's playing around – doing her thing i feel as if in those two to three hours you literally you literally don't stop smiling i'm assuming right <laughs> yeah something like that man yeah. I, I don't know a lot of parents they're being honest about complaining about their kids being a little shit but I, she's actually the best man like honestly Sick. she's uh she's just a hilarious kid goofy funny smiley chatting lots she's uh she's something else man that's sick dude i'm happy to happy to hear that and it kind of reminds me of uh how I feel about my dog, Loki. I, I truly believe Loki is the greatest dog I've ever met in my life, and he happens to be a Bowen. And yesterday I spent a ton of time with him. I was watching the Packers game, and I just was laying down with him, appreciating him. He was just making me smile. So shout out to uh, my dog, Loki, and shout out to your daughter, Everly. Congratulations. Congratulations. You guys are great people in this thing called life. Hey, speaking of great, uh, the Packers picked up a dub against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, snooze fest of a game, I think, if you're not into both teams. I think when you see a defensive matchup like that, like great play, great plays were being made on defense, great tackles, it was hard-hitting. I think, yeah, don't get me wrong, it's good football, and a casual fan could somewhat like it and appreciate the three hours that they're spending with it, but only diehards of those teams can really be like, yo, that game was sick, bro. That game was something else, bro. That was tight, bro. I love a defensive matchup. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I think it was kind of predictable, to be honest. You know, Tampa Bay is center receiver, Green Bay center receiver. Uh, both defenses are pretty stellar. I, you know, I, uh, being a Seahawks fan, like I'm all obviously going to be more interested in the Seahawks game, which is going on at the same time. But the Seahawks game was actually better in a sense. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the ball was moving up and down the field, whereas, yeah, it was, uh, 
Green Bay Tampa, from what I saw, it was a bit of a defensive masterpiece. And I kind of figured it was going to be a coin flip game that came down on the wire uh, and that the defenses were going to shine. I unfortunately had the Bucs, so. Wow. Um, yeah, your Packers kind of fucked me over. Wow, dude. Well, what type of friend are you not supporting my my things with uh, your choices in the universe? Come on, man. What are you doing, you fucking asshole? You got to put money on the Packers, man. Your best friend is a Packers fan, okay? Come on, man. Who the fuck do you know in your life, in your circle, the, the love the love circle, the people that you love? Who do you know cheer for the, the Buccaneers? Nobody. Who do you know that cheers for Tom Brady? Nobody. And there you are putting money on him. Come on, man. That's something else. Uh, you, you used the right word, though, masterpiece. It was that because both teams in the second half, they literally couldn't get past the 50-yard mark. You know, literally. Three and outs. Teams would get maybe get one first down on a possession, then right away, three and outs, turnovers. Again, hard-hitting football. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front. I think the Packers have a lot of things to work on, and, and I'm, I'm happy that they won a game like that because they don't win games like that. They don't win games when their defense and special teams are the ones doing the most to do just that, and that's win games. They don't, and they got that, and that's a recipe for success in the playoffs. You need to win in all different types of ways. You do, you do, you do, and it's good that they won like that. That being said, I truly do believe that Tampa Bay is the scariest team in the NFC, and that's with the Eagles being 3-0, and that's with the Vikings coming back against the Lions and doing all that stuff. Yo, that defense in Tampa, Tampa Bay is incredible. I thought that Tom Brady, yes, Tom Brady, didn't play bad. He didn't play bad. He still looks good throwing the ball. They were missing everybody, everybody, all their pass catches, yeah. and I just think that the season is long, and they're 2-1, and one, and they can just kind of like buy some time, you know, get better every week and maybe have the recipe to get to the Super Bowl. They're that good. Yeah, I, I, I'm not down Tom Brady, even though I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. And, mm. you know, I, he's the kind of guy that just makes things happen with other players. Like, Cole exactly. Beasley has some catches. I, I picked up Russell Gage off the waiver wire in fantasy. He had a big week for me. Mm-hmm. A um, lot of catches. Yeah, but, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, you can't. I think the Bucks defense is arguably the best in the NFL. I think, you know, Tom Brady's always going to steal the spotlight, but. I would kind of agree with you there. I, I kind of have, like, the Fox Rams, the Packers still up there. It's like the class of the NFC. Yeah, man. Yeah, just just incredible what, what Tom Brady can do. And that's not do a lot the whole game, but still at the age of 45, muster up a, a potential game-tying drive. You know, they're a two-point conversion away from people talking about Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. Again, it's yeah, it's something... Something else. I, I guess a, a bit of a connection to Tom Brady is, you know, Boston, still New England in that area. Uh, I saw a video. Matt Barnes posted a video on his Twitter regarding something he said about the Ime Udoka situation and deleting a, a post or something that he worked on because of some new information he heard about the, about the situation. And it's, like, from, from my understanding, and that's, again, me just watching this video of him talk about the situation there's there's something like really 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 dark about this situation that i don't know if we'll ever find out about like it's because it's it's been interesting it's been really weird how this whole thing has been handled but again i'm i'm getting a different vibe you know last week it's oh what's wrong with consensual relationships blah 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 because they use the term consensual i think it opens up the door for this being like not bad not bad not evil But again, the way that Matt Barnes was uh, talking about this, it just kind of like alarmed me a bit. And uh, I'm, I, I don't know, I don't know where I'm at with the situation. Not that it matters. Not that it matters where I'm at with it. It was just, it's just a bizarre story in sports. I feel as if we're gonna get a documentary out of this potentially. Yeah, yeah, we we might, we might. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I really learned about it over the weekend was uh, there was a report that the whole situation came to light because a female Celtics employee 
uh, her husband saw her having a conversation with May Udoka on like their house dash cam or something like that. Oh. And that's the whole reason this thing came to light. And I'm like, so these two actually had it under wrap. They just got caught by a little, uh, little 2022 uh, camera. Dude. Okay. So if you're out there cheating with a good person, like, like you have a good person at home and you, you just end up cheating on that person, somehow, some way, you're going to get caught. Yep. It, it, it could happen tomorrow or it could happen in 15 to 30 years. It just, It's just going to happen. Just going to happen. Uh, that being said, I did hear a story about how a, like an old man was going through his attic and he found love letters written to his wife that she held on to from another man. And I think this person was oh, wow. in, his, in his 90s and they, and they, they got a divorce. <laughs> Whoa, damn. Yeah, man, fuck the unloyal people, man. I would do the same thing. If I was with you for 60 years and I found out that you were, that you were banging somebody, a.k.a. writing them letters, writing them love letters, probably worse, okay? If you're writing, I'd rather you, you be sucking someone else's dick than writing them love letters, okay? If I found out that you were doing that back and forth during our relationship, yo, I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. I'm, I'm out of there. Just, I'm petty. Yeah, and that's why that's why your first love's got to be sports, right, Kyle? You know, sports, uh, your team's going to let you down, but they're never going to cheat on you like that. Oh, no, I, I, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. <laughs> they're going to let me down, but never never going to uh, cheat on you. It's, it's crazy, yeah. man, crazy. I, but you know what? I, I do feel somewhat cheated on this morning because of the news around Brock Besser because he doesn't deserve that. He doesn't deserve that. I was really excited to watch what Besser was about to do, and I know the team was, and now... He just had a wrist surgery, and that's, you know, that's a four-week recovery. Most likely, that's no training camp. That's a recipe for a slow start for somebody who uh, doesn't deserve one. And the, and the team needs him not to have one of those things called a slow start. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. And uh, the way I look at the glass half full is this is a big opportunity for Nils Hoaglander. Uh, he's already been touted by Boudreaux, one of the best skaters in camp, one of the best guys fitness-wise. Um, I do think, you know, Besser and Hoaglander, what they had in common is I think both players were unlucky last year, just in terms of the shot chances they generated and how much they actually scored. So I kind of had both players prime for bigger bounce-back seasons if they were in the right role. Didn't seem like Hoaglander was going to get it, but now with Besser on the shelf and potentially McCabe as well, um, it's a big opportunity for Hoaglander to prove that, you know, he still belongs not only in the NHL, but in, in a top six, top nine role. Very very true, and uh, we're we're running short out of time because I gotta I gotta move on uh, with with life and and phone calls don't have to last very long, okay? But we'll, we'll talk more tomorrow about uh, something else that I learned about uh, the preseason and hockey, and I I came up with a theory about how I believe more teams should just dress full lineups, dress full lineups, and get off to a good start, like use that to their advantage. So when the regular season starts, it's like, yeah, we're we were going before anyone else and just get a good start. But uh, we'll talk more about that tomorrow and theorize about that and see if you can make sense of it. Uh, Begsy, you have you have a great day, man. You have a great day, and go go play with your daughter when you get home, okay? Uh, I can't wait for it, man. There you go. I've got to say, fuck Z. Kelly to the Cowboys. Need, uh, need him to suck dick for so I can win oh, fantasy. Okay, man. bye. Okay, peace.